karaoke. Don't be sad, Jeffrey. Don't be sad. It's all going to work out, I think. We're in, a, we're in a room with no lights, no windows, and I can't find the damn wall. Right. That's what it feels like. And we're in the same room, and we also cannot run into each other. Yeah. <laughs> That's this planning thing and trying to, to predict that's what it feels like. There's no reference point. There's no... Yeah, I mean, a little while ago, I just asked you, you know, someone has... UNT has approached me about directing something in, the, in 21, and I turned to you and I said, hey, is this okay? Does this conflict with anything? And you were like, I don't know. I don't know. How the hell should I know what's going to happen? And I'm like, that's so true. Um, like, we can't even, like, check conflicting dates. It's so surreal. It's just surreal. And we had a conversation with one of our playwrights this morning with Regina Taylor about her, her play that we were going to produce next season, Ubladi, which we were both super excited about mm -hmm. and having to figure out do we want to offer something different? Like, what, what, what do we do? So, okay, so we've already talked about the Halloween shows and the ideas for the, the, what might happen. Do we want to circle back and touch upon what about, like, the one-night concert thing, or do we not want to touch on that at all? Now, I wanna, first, I want to back up to the not knowing what the I don't know, the I don't know thing. Yeah. So... Does this expose actually the? Does all of this expose the the reality that we never know? Like every it, prior to COVID, as we planned and did this, that, and other, we we did all that with the assumption that things would be fine. Sure, things are never fine. They, well, I mean, you say it all the time. You you actually say it all the time. It's like we're all doing on some level we're doing fingers crossed theater fingers crossed like theater, even yeah. in normal times we're doing fingers crossed theater mm -hmm. that's how we operate it's like if things go well yeah um we'll get to do this show yeah i mean i guess everyone does that they just have more money to spend on insurance and lawyers like i mean i'm, I'm sure coca-cola does fingers crossed product manufacturing in hopes that someone doesn't find a mouse or a finger in their can <laughs> You know, oh my God! But I haven't thought of that. But they just have more money to throw at a mouse in a Coca-Cola can problem. Right. <laughs> we don't. And we don't have that. No. No, it's all. I I think it's. You're right. A nonprofit. The world of nonprofit theater is kind of like. You know, hope, and hope. I mean, like that's, that's really what it is. Hope, blind optimism. Blind optimism. It's, it is imminent, like imminent. We are headed for imminent danger all the time. <laughs> and we do, I mean, there's that wonderful quote from Shakespeare and Levin. I'm not going to be able to, to, but it's like, you know, uh, what's his name? One of the characters is always saying, well, how does it happen? Like, how are we going to, when the producer finally gets involved and he's like, I don't know. It's it's a mystery. It's a mystery how all the the natural the natural state of theater is like super optimism headed towards 
imminent disaster. <laughs> Blind optimism headed towards imminent disaster and how it all works out in the end is a mystery. Um, and that's normal times. Yeah. So we are really like blind hope headed towards imminent disaster mm -hmm. right now. And it's, it's just kind of out in the open. Okay. So <laughs> back to your other questions. So should we go back and look at the things we talked about so far or move forward? So a quick update. I know I'm pretty sure we discussed in the last podcast, like mm -hmm. having to inform all interested parties that things are a changing. Mm -hmm. um, Times, they are a changing. Um, I'm uh, eating a granola bar. I'm sorry. The, so I have notified those people. That was a whole lot of fun. We have notified AT&T. Yeah, we notified everybody that things are changing, uh, that we might not be able, there's a good chance we won't be able to do a, a good portion of our original season. Almost everybody across the board see, uh, knew all of this was a possibility and saw it coming. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, so everyone has been informed. And I did it, the way I tried to do it was explain the why. So it wasn't just like, hey, we're not going to do this. I tried to lay it out, and it's, and it's sort of boring um, in some regards because I just talk about budgets and revenue projections and all of that. But that's that's the reason. Like, there's a, there are real reasons. It's not just like we're panicked, um, we're afraid of COVID. You know, no, no that's there, I mean that's not it there. at all. I mean, I tell people all the time in fashion, but it's like you and I are the last people in the world, not in the world, but like. You and I are the last people that are intimidated by doing something that's dangerous, <laughs> <laughs> at least in the theater. Yeah. W w that, that is never a concern for us. Artistically dangerous, taking a chance, that is never a concern for us. Um, the, the, the concern is money, can we do it, and keeping people safe. Yeah, and I can't in good conscience spend money that isn't mine, right? You know, on, on a huge gamble. Like I, I'm working on a letter right now to all our patrons and subscribers that's going to discuss what we've been talking about and the realities and how we're trying to address it and to uh, look to the horizon for a, a, a redone season, a new season. Um, and it's kind of boring too, the letter, but it's because I'm laying out the reasons and I just think that's better right now than my typical, not typical, but it, no, it is a typical inspirational, um, great things are on the horizon yeah. letter because it's just not where we are. And I think, I hope, hopefully everyone will appreciate that we are trying to approach this with, still with hope, but with realism and pragmatism. And, and responsibility. And responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, today we had a discussion with Regina Taylor. Uh, her show, Ubla D, was the third show in our season. So exciting. Um, yeah, the, the one show in our season I had never seen before. Right. And um, oh, it was, you know, just a little spoiler about an all-female jazz uh, troupe that travels the country during, like, Depression era. No, uh, during World War II. During World War II. Um, and, you know, plays at different clubs. It's kind of like these amazing real-life jazz, female jazz musicians, black female jazz musicians that actually existed. Yeah. 
and their their life. And I was really looking forward to it, directed by her. Yeah. So, you know. The title comes from the song In the Land of Ubladi. Yeah. <sighs> um, and so we talked with her about that and sort of laid out the realities um, and she had ideas had ideas of course because we didn't want to we didn't want to give up having Regina Taylor in our season somehow yeah um, and so she had some ideas about what we could offer in that slot instead of she also had ideas about doing the show but um at a super like smaller smaller scale yeah. i guess we could say and 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 safely yeah and all of those things are interesting and now the job is for jeffrey and i to go back and go like all right uh, this new budget has been approved for us right which is drastically reduced how do we make that idea fit in to the numbers that we have um and god that's so it is boring it is boring but also necessary and um and then we'll as, as far as that slot once once we have that figured out then we can take the next step and go yes or no right mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we can do it or we can't do it do we want to talk about what her ideas are um I don't know. I don't know if she wants us to talk about yeah, maybe we should what wait. her ideas are, but uh, I mean, there's the, yeah, we should probably okay. hold off on that. But I guess it's fair to say that it's still, Ubladi is still in play. On the table in some way, yeah. shape or form. Like my dream, and I told you this earlier, my, like I, I love that play. My dream is for us to be able to do it like full scale. Like yeah. that's what I want to see. Yeah, know? that's the dilemma. Like, yeah, we can figure out how to do this. But does it do it justice? Exactly. So. Um, yeah. <laughs> mm. Sorry, we're not super excited <laughs> um, right now. Okay, so what? So what are we doing? Are we circling back to the first two or are we moving forward? Because you told me mm -hmm. that you had talked to AT&T and said, hey, we're not going to be able to do this. We're super sad about it, yeah. all of the good stuff. And then they came back to you and said, fine, let me know if there's any other thing that maybe there's something else we can do. And Well, specifically what they said is what if we did less performances? What if we did less performances? And so I like to call it conversation curtains and conversation openers. We thought... I really thought that we were like giving curtain. them a conversation yeah. curtain yeah. and they just opened the curtain back up again. And you can't do that with me and Jeffrey because then we'll start thinking like, <laughs> okay, what, what does that look like? What does it look like if we did, what if we did like a one night straight up concert performance of, of Rocky Horror? Yeah. Sing along. Sing along. I think that that's what we called it. Like, so it wasn't even, I don't even know if we're doing the whole script but we do all of the songs. People do know? that all the time. Like yeah. you, you see it, you know, people do concert versions of like Sondheim shows and stuff yeah. like that, where people are literally at music stands, yeah. you know, singing and reading. Because then it's, it's it, go, it goes back to, I only want to do things we can control as much as we can control. And right. the, the original idea of Rocky, there was just too many variables that we couldn't control. But if it's a one or two night 
engagement, that's a lot easier to control. Rehearsals, of course, can be made safe. Um, you know, everyone stays at home, doesn't get sick, hopefully, and then we perform, and then we're done. Like, we're in and out right. super quick. Right. That's a so lot easier then, to control. Okay, so let's go down this avenue, because that opens up a lot of possibilities again. So that would be like a greatly reduced rate that we would have to, that we would pay to, to them as far as like space rental and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Does that mean then that we could go with live musicians or would we still use canned music? Uh, to fit into our super, super tiny bu budget, it's gonna it have, would have to be, to be canned, canned music. music yeah. So then would that mean, if we're using canned music, would that mean that we could do like a reader's, like read through the show, like literally with a music stand in front of us and read the parts and then when we get to the the song, you know, yeah, we sound engineer yeah. karaoke's it. That's not terrible. No. No. <laughs> I don't know. What are you thinking? Well, I, mean, I don't I think it's stupendous, but it's, it's not. not. It's not. But it's a it's a way for people to get out on Halloween in a costume in their own squares on the lawn. Right. We could still do like face shields. There is enough room on that stage. Oh yeah, yeah. There's yeah. so much room on that stage, public listening to us right now, where we could have every character in their own box with their own mic. I think for us to make it work and still be able to offer something to our patrons and subscribers that isn't that, that don't want to go out or, you know, because we're trying to sell tickets, we're not going to be able to, if it's only one night or two night, not that many people are going to be able to see it. We still have to offer something else um, but to what, the patrons. Okay, but so okay, 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 go ahead. I, I think to do the Rocky thing, then we also need to look at this as it's a reduced cast. So it's just the principle, like it's just the principles. Yeah, right? sure. It's just the principles, like so. That would that's. Oh that's, God, that's almost. That's still gonna be like ten people. Frankenfooter, Magenta, Columbia, Riff Raff, um, Brad, Janet, the Professor, <laughs> Rocky. Does Rocky sing? Rocky does sing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Eddie. Yeah. That's nine people, but people. You don't think yeah. people could double up? Yeah, I guess you could double up, yeah. Like like Eddie and the professor yeah. could oh. be the same person. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess we'd have to go back and see how we could double that up. I mean, Brad and Janet have to be Brad and Janet. Frankenfooter has to be Frankenfooter. Magenta, Colombian, Riff Raff. Yeah, they have all. To, yeah, so it would be like Eddie and the professor could double up. That's about it. That's yeah. about it. So that brings us down to what's that? Two. So that's eight. Yeah. Rehearse for. Re rehearse for a week. A week at the most. At the most, just kind of like reading through the script, and rehearse the songs, and do a little do like day of tech. And I mean, and because. Because it's just a concert version, nobody's moving. It's just, we're just standing at a stand. Yeah. Um, there really isn't a lot. I mean, crazy light show with whatever lights they have available. I'm looking at. And not necessarily, we don't even have to necessarily do, we don't have to do costumes. Like people can just 
wear their version of, of what the character is, and I shall approve of it. Um, I'm looking up the numbers that they sent us, what it costs, because there's some costs that would not change regardless of whether we did this for. Right, it would be the space, weeks. or like the amount of time. Oh, where the hell is that? I don't know, yeah, I have no idea if this is going to, this may be a very boring, dry podcast, but at least we're recording it. No, I think people are super interested in the nuts and bolts of how this kind of stuff happens, because a lot of times, I'll tell you what happens a lot of times. We make decisions behind closed doors for practical reasons, right? And then people out in podcast land take it personal, you know? Yeah. And they make Facebook posts that are like, I guess I'm not important enough to continue to hire or whatever. And it's like, no, no, it's not that. It's like super boring and practical. And there's so many things that we have to take into consideration before we even, like you don't announce it. You don't think of a season in a week and then announce it. Like yeah. a season takes months and months and months. Yeah. And you, you do get in this discussion that we're having, how you get to the point of not doing something, because it's a death by a thousand cuts. So it, it, every time we mention, oh, but we're still gonna need this, right. but you need this, you need this, you need this, that mm -hmm. adds up. And so that nice, round, pretty figure that first pops into your head, which you think something might cost, it just invariably ends right. up costing way more because of all the other all the other right. things. And like artists, so. artists are they are wonderful giving people. They are because when you bring something like this up, invariably most of them will say, "I'll do it. I don't care. I'll do it. I'll do it." I'm <laughs> like, yeah, I know you'll do it. Yeah, I know you'll do it. But as producers, we have a responsibility to keep you safe and to pay the people. Yeah. You know, and we we don't want to ask anybody to do anything for free. God, yeah. I mean, we've been in that boat before. Yeah, I mean, if we can call this, we could do this route of calling this a fundraiser if we only did it for one wine or two nights. We do a single, a Rocky sing-along fundraiser, blah, 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 with right. a promise that we're still going to do the whole damn thing next season. Right. Um, and if you keep that to one or two performances, if we were to use a union... Um, actor or so, like it's a different contract. That doesn't mean they don't get paid, but it's not, if I recall, it's not as expensive for us. Um, I think, I don't know. Uh, yeah, don't you have to pay like a, a union actor, don't you have to pay them at least a minimum of a week, even if it's just like, I don't remember. I, don't, I, I can't, that, I can't that's remember. why we have the great that's why we Sarah, have Sarah Barnes. Barnes. Um, Company manager. So. Yeah, I don't even know my the rules of my own union. <laughs> I just can't keep up. It, it, they change constantly. It, it's not that they, even they change. It's that they are voluminous. <laughs> right, and, it, it, and the, the rules differ for different size Theaters, houses. yeah, all of that. All yeah. of that is, is you have to take Which is something account. else we have to consider because we're, we wouldn't be doing this in our space. It's going to be somewhere else, and then the house size is larger. Like, I mean, it's... Right, it's crazy. So what if we did, okay... I'm gonna throw this out there. You're still checking numbers for what if we did like one or two nights out at Annette Strauss, which is fine. What if we decided to videotape, to videotape, do you do people still say videotape or just shoot I, film? I, I, what do the youngsters say? Film? I mean, cause there's no videotape anymore. No, um, no. Anyway, whatever. Um, what if we decided to film um, digitally capture yeah. Um, one of our rehearsals, like like a rehearsal 
if we were to have people here in, like, you know, you've talked about putting people in separate rooms to rehearse and stuff like that. Yeah. But I guess we'd rehearse via Zoom, right? Yeah. So what if we digitally captured a rehearsal and were able to stream that also? I'm not saying that that would be like the whole offering for for uh, Halloween, but to also be able, for people who don't want to come out. Oh no, that sounds that's terrible. Don't forget forget I said that. Yeah, like, the I more I talk so. about it, the more I'm like, ah, oh, that's that's a bad idea. Yeah, I have a deep seated hatred of the Zoom stuff. Yeah, yeah. So okay, how possible is it then, and how terrible would it be? to have someone or like a camera capturing the performance at Annette Strauss. Um, That's actually more possible, right? Per permission from publishers and, and the mm. union and stuff we'll yeah. have to figure out. I'm saying it's impossible, but I mean, everyone's open to all sorts of things now. I don't, I don't know. But maybe it's just like a special thing where you come to, if you want to come to it. Are we trying too hard? I think we're trying too hard. I think we're trying too hard. To make this work? No, I don't think we're trying too hard to make it work. I think we're trying too hard. I'm trying too hard to make it like we started, I said in the text, I was like, here we go. Here we go. We're yeah. going down this road again. Um, I'm trying too hard to make it available to everybody. Yeah. And that's not, that's not what this would be. We would have a different offering that would be available to like the wider patron base and a one-night sing-along, one or two-night sing-along of Rocky would be that, would be if if you want to venture out into the world. And let's face it, like, honestly, the people who would venture out into the world right now yeah. are the people that would come out and see Rocky. Yeah. I don't think that some of our patrons would be like, I do, I'm, I'm all for going out to see Rocky right now. That's not going to happen. It would be... Uh I think it's strictly a money grab, which there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with we it. We need a whole lot of that. What it will do is it's going to divide our very small resources. So that means the other thing we're offering that we started talking about, the replacement of whether that's a, you know, a telltale heart reading, all those other things, it's going to get less resources. Well, it will only get less resources if we do them at the same time. But if we're doing telltale heart or if we're doing whatever it is that we're doing, uh, either commissioning new scripts, which if we're going to do that, we have to get on it now, yep. or do stories that we already have, right? Yep. We, we could, I mean, we're running out of time, but you and I could start compiling that right now so that when we get to October 1st or October 15th or whatever, we could start rehearsing, like, it just means that whatever the other offering is, we can't wait. We have to start doing it now. But no, I mean, resources, I mean, it's doing the thing at Strauss Square. Right. It's going to cost money. Sure. So that means that's less money we can put into this other thing. Creating, like, so if we creating did Tales content. Heart. Yeah. Creating a luscious, digitally created backdrops and blah, blah, blah. And an right. editor and all right. that stuff. Right. But if Rocky is a money grab, then we've got that money to... Then we've got that money. True. It would just be putting money in at the front of it. Yeah. So if we charged... Okay, let's say that... Okay, because I don't think we can charge a full ticket price if we're going to do this sing-along and we just want people to come out and have a good time. 
probably the, again the magic number is $15. We got to factor in what, um, here, let's pause. Yeah, we can pause. We can pause. Okay, and we're back. Yeah, so we were interrupted by people looking at our space, and that's a whole other that's a whole other podcast. That's a whole other pod. That we will be talking about soon, but not yeah. right now. So we were looking at uh, like ticket prices if we were to. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I would. I would. I don't think we could. I think what it would amount to would probably be a twenty dollars ticket. Like if we wanted to charge fifteen, then Atpac's gonna have their whole share. Right. Five. So okay. So and. To round down, let's say 300 people can come. I think it's just a few more than 300 for socially distanced in the net straw square. Tom's 20. So $6,000. That's um, That would basically pay for itself. So actually, but let's say we only make 15 of that. Uh, so 4,500. Um, there's an argument to do it twice. I would, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, you're you're looking at nine thousand dollars. Well, one um, would pay. One would pay for the other. One would pay for the other. Yeah. So we could. We could do if we did both of these things. Yeah. Spend, yeah, and then one would just pay for the other one. Yeah. At and the back end. Three hundred people show up per both nights. But that's okay, but are we talking about, this is one thing that I didn't quite understand in the original plan, is it 300 people, each person gets their own six foot block, or is it, or is it, they, there, there are, there are blocks available, 300 blocks available, and if two people are quarantining together, and they want to come sit together in a block, are we selling them individual tickets or yeah. are we selling them a block? No, they have to buy their own block and then they can choose to stay in, right. the, in the same block together, but they have to buy two, two tickets. Two tickets. Yeah. So what you just quoted is, is if one person buys one block and stays in that block on their own. But nobody's going to come see Rocky by themselves. No, no, no. That's, but that's the total amount that they are going to be able to sell. Let's so... I think it's like 328 all told I could be wrong. Oh, so like 328 people are can only 328 people can be in the space at the same time. Correct. And then I see. Two people could then choose to be in a in, in one, one of the blocks they purchased together and then one stays vacant. Right. But so yeah, t all told they can only Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. So Yeah, cuz otherwise we could have like a thousand people in there. Yeah. <laughs> 10 people in my block. Yeah. Uh, and then that defeats the whole purpose. Uh huh. So, um, so it's not a butt ton of money, um, mm -hmm. but it could pay for. It could pay for one one of the offerings. It okay. So the 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 pros the pros are like. We do two we do two offerings and one of them just pays for the other one. Right, um, I feel like it's a, as far as morale goes, it would be like a much needed kind of like community morale booster. Yeah. Right, 
it would offer some work to some artists. Yeah. You know, at least a little bit. Um, what else? What are other things we would get if they still let us use the marquee? Like, it would be so cool to, to for us to be advertised on that giant marquee by Woodall Rogers. Mm -hmm. That's just nice PR. Mm -hmm. It keeps us in the public eye. Um, so those are some pros. What are cons? I don't know. You still think people are going to get all bent out of shape if we do any sort of activity that brings people together in a public fashion? I and, don't know, man. I, I mean... What do you think? People are getting bent out of shape about it. But like, what if, what if we were super transparent? What if we were super transparent about what we were doing to keep people safe? Like, what if we made sure that everybody in the world knew, you know, this is how we're doing it. Everybody's wearing face shields. We're keeping the entire cast separate from each other. No, you basically, you come to the space ready to go, no dressing room, like you, yeah. no changing in the dressing room. You will get dressed at home, show up, sing your yeah. song, How go away. Yeah. Um, lots of hand sanitizer. We will provide masks. The singers and performers will all have face shields. They will be more than six feet apart from each other because there's enough room in that, in that space to have that. It is canned music. The performers are like super far away from the audience. Um, do you think that if we were to announce that, that people would be a little bit more kind of, it, it's open air. Mm -hmm. Also, it's outside. It's not like it's in a building. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I... I walked by a Zumba class the other day where the door was open, everyone was distanced and wearing masks. Is that 100% safe? Hell no. Were they trying to, you know... Uh, keep it safe? Keep it safe. Yes. I, like, that's sort of how we're going to have to start doing things. Right. I think, right? Like, we can't stay completely shut down and shuttered. Forever. Forever, because it's not going anywhere. Even once they get the damn vaccine, it's not going anywhere. Right. Still gonna have coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Um, will people still get sick? Yes. If everyone obeys at least a few laws, less people. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What if we take a poll? What if we? No. 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 Sure. <laughs> Is that that idea? I wouldn't even know who to poll. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't either. I, I know people are, I think, I think this is a matter of like, we, you and I have to, we got to make a decision. Uh, I, I like the idea. I like the idea of doing it. I think it will be much needed. I think it would be a lot of fun. I think if we're safe about it, yeah. um, I think it's doable. This is a more manageable test versus committing to a whole um, run, a whole run. And, and we, we will. We probably will take some criticism from some people. And you and I just have to be, we have to, as leaders of the artistic community, we have to be willing to reckon with that. We have to be, say, okay, yeah, yeah. we did it. I'm playing with the numbers and the, you know, what we might be able to make off of this um, and then what we could pay people, you know, all those things. I mean, there is a world I think we could 
yeah, it would pay for itself and then help pay for the other part of what we want to do. Mm -hmm. um, and then, of course, just the the exposure. Mm-hmm. The good, ex the good, the kind good of exposure, ex the good not, kind of exposure. not the exposure to the Rona, not the Rona, but of people knowing theater three and, and calling it a fundraiser. There might be a couple more opportunities mm -hmm. to do this, that, and other. Um, we could still look into selling all of the stuff, which is another, yeah, a bit of money, right? Um, all the props, the toilet paper, and the water guns, and the maybe, okay. maybe not the water guns. The water guns are water guns dangerous right now. Um, I mean, not any more dangerous than throwing toilet paper, right? I don't, I don't think so. I mean, unless you're putting the sneeze juice into it. Sneeze juice. If you put your juice. sneeze juice. That's my punk band name, in, sneeze juice. Into the water gun. I don't think just regular water is yeah. um, a, a, a bad thing. <laughs> you could just put hand sanitizer in them. Let's put hand sanitizer in the water guns. <laughs> Nobody, good news, nobody got coronavirus at the Rocky Horror sing-along. My eyes! <laughs> 50 people are now blind. blind. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I mean, that's something, we can go back to them and say this is what we think we want to do and then see what they say about that. Yeah, yeah, we can see what they say about it. I, I think, I, I know they're itching to be able to do some things, so maybe, yeah, it, maybe so if we can make the if we can make the money work. Right, and it would be less hassle with a symphony too, because you know the a symphony has less, all those yeah. rules and a lot less hassle. Okay, so we're at we're, to put this in perspective. It is now August the seventh. Mm -hmm. um, I think, and we need to let people know what we're doing um, and when we're doing it. So we need to make a decision. Um, gosh, I would say by, um, I think we're going to meet with Danielle and Justin, mm -hmm. uh, about Bippy Bobby next Friday. Mm -hmm. So, um, let's see if we can make it this, make a hard, make all of our decisions on this Halloween slot by then. Let's make it that the aspirational date this Okay. Next, next Friday. Next Friday. See if we can get all of our ducks in a row. Yeah. So we have to we have to get back to Greg at AT and T mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, say, mm -hmm. hey, this is what we're thinking. What do you think? What are the numbers? And then that will also mean, depending on how that comes back, then we have to get on, we have to make decisions about okay, then what are we doing for the other offering for Halloween? And we got to get started now. Okay. Um. So I I think if we do this, so let's assume. I actually, I think let's just whether or not, irregardlessly, uh, irregardless, it's a word now, right? You can actually use uh, that word. I'd... Uh, regardless of what we do with Rocky, I am of the opinion that our Halloween offering should just be one thing. I think we had talked about like we could do like part one in the beginning right. of October and then, and then part two. Let's not make it more difficult. Let's not make it more difficult right now. Um, yeah, we, we have the rest of the season. If we find that what the format, what we want to do is working well, maybe we can add to it, but let's not go overload because we also have Bippy Bobby right. to consider. That's true. That's true. <clears throat> um, so there's one other thing. So, um, I like the idea of picking a classical piece or two classical pieces and then a contemporary thing, like a contemporary 
uh-huh. segment of of that, do we look at it in threes? Because three is always good for theater three. Do we yeah. do three things that we offer. You mean in the in the big offering, or our digital yeah, our digital yeah, storytelling or whatever? Maybe there's some small stuff because it's still like the idea of some people singing a few things. Yeah, um, sure. In like there. in between. Yeah, in between. Oh, that would be great. Um, so it's peace song. Mm-hmm. Peace song. Song. Um, and another song or something. And like, what songs are we thinking? Like, we would. We would do a selection of songs from like Bat Boy or Sweeney Todd or whatever, or just like crazy Werewolves of London. Oh Warren gosh, Steve that's on. hard. Yeah. Do we stay in the musical theater? Or do we go rock? Or we go, yeah. Like funny purple people just, leader. Yeah, because I still like Ghost Riders in the Sky. I so, love Ghost Riders in the Sky. Um, uh, well, we can, we can, I, I like this idea. But I do mean, you like that? The, I mean, the, I think the easy thing is is to stay with like musical theater, which is fine. That's not a, that's not bad, but it might be fun to include some, to, to do like. Yeah, especially for people who, I mean, the, the, there are so many people who really, really, really miss being in the theater. Yeah. So we should probably give them stuff. And we, <laughs> we can find a song that isn't, some, uh, the opposite of what we talked about last time where like, you know, Stories and fairy tales that have been made less scary over the years and more palatable. We could do the opposite. Where we can find the most <gasps> innocuous musical theater song and find and a make, way to make and it. And make them scary. scary. That would be so awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. There's a there's a band that I love called Ghost. Yeah. It's a European prog rock and they're like really weird and <laughs> they come out with skeleton masks and nobody knows who they are and their stuff is kind of scary. And they do a cover of uh, Here Comes the Sun. Yeah. That is like super minor key and atonal that is incredible. So maybe we can do we can do stuff like that. Can we get a bunch of children to do So Long Farewell <gasps> from Sound of Music that we do it like super, super, super creepy? Oh my gosh, that would like really slow so <laughs> like minor, like bye. We're s- yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Um, yes, let's think about that. <laughs> so, like a, a classic piece, and then something new, something by a local playwright, something yeah. by, or like something that we've already done that we know works. Because we talked last time about something like Mother Holly or Old Woman in the Woods or something yeah. like that. I mean, we can talk about that later. We don't yeah. have to talk about it now. But finding, in any case, in any case, like some of these classic pieces are like so dense. They're so dense that fi- maybe finding someone to go like, I'm going to cut it. Cut it, yeah. Do yeah. a cut it, yeah. Do a cutting of it. So I, I say we land on the th- the three idea. So it's three substantial pieces, maybe stitched together with some music in between if the substantial pieces don't have music or either way. And then we also host it. I think we host yeah. it like we talked about because then when we move to the holiday slot, I think we host that, whatever whatever uh-huh. it is. Um, Ooh, can when we move to the holiday slot, can we be like Bing Crosby and David Bowie and sing Little Drummer Boy at, yeah. at a piano? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Definitely. I'm David um, Bowie. Okay. <laughs> I'll totally be Bing Crosby. Um, okay. All right. Do we like this? Yes, I think this is a plan. I think it's a plan. Will people watch it? I was thinking about that earlier today. Like, what do, 
What I don't is know, the man, thing like that this, most I mean, people will watch? But wait a minute. But hold on a second. Like, why is that? I mean, I know it's important, but it's like you just said we do theater hoping that people will come. Like, why is it important to think about that now? Like, our entire career is like, ah, maybe people will come, maybe people won't come. We're going to keep doing it anyway. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> You're right. I just always want to win, Christy. I know. No, I understand this. I think you are a winner, Jeffrey. <laughs> no matter what, you're a winner. Oh, a wiener. It's all about winning. It's all. That's what theater is. It's about Theater's winning. all about winning. Um, it's not. Don't listen to us, kids. Uh, I, I I think people. I think people would. I I really do believe that people are, are the people that go to theater in this community really miss it yeah and i think that um yes there's netflix and yes there's hulu and all that kind of stuff and that's great and it's been keeping everybody alive and sane but there is something about if you are a person that's involved in your community in that way in the arts you can't get from hulu and netflix what you get from from Theater 3 or Second Thought or Kitchen Dog, like, and the opportunity to see those people do something, I think is special. And the fact that we are choosing things that aren't necessarily originally theater pieces, is that okay? But it's just that Theater 3 is bringing it to you? Yeah. Versus like, I remember What reading, do you mean by theater pieces? Well, like if we did a, a, a Telltale Heart. Uh-huh. Well, it's not, it's poetry, it's not, a theater piece. We're going to turn it into some sort of performance, but it didn't start as um, a, a play. So what? Um, it's a yeah, good story. Okay. It's a good story. I just, I'm just asking. Yeah. 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 It's a good story. And that theater, we do good stories. Because I, I, I think that's the better than finding, like if we stick to our format of three things, smaller sort of uh, um, pieces that f make an entire evening. Like I remember reading this really short, really weird William Butler Yeats play. Uh -huh. It's like only like three pages long about this old man who lives in a hole. I think. I think. <laughs> and think this. I think it was William Butler Yeats. It sounds like my husband. Um, so it would fit into like, oh, good, it's short enough to sure. fit in one. And it's a play, so we should do that. But who really wants to see? Um, an old man living in a hole. Oh, and living in a hole, written by William Butler Yeats. I'm sure there's three people out there who well, want to see that. The, but, but here's the thing. I mean, this, we're talking about taking local playwrights and saying, okay, hey, Jonathan Norton, here's Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Adapt it. We're not telling him to just cut it. Yeah. It, it's going to be up to him. Yeah. So if Jonathan decides that he wants to do Legend of Sleepy Hollow with two, in the voice of two people... And it's like acted out instead of told in a prose way. Yeah. That's up to him. Yeah. You know, if you know, we go to someone else and say, "Here, you take Telltale Heart and do something with it." Yeah. I mean, knowing Michael Federico, he'll put a time machine in it, and you know, <laughs> and make it. And a mother being mean to her daughter. And a mother being mean to her daughter. <laughs> right. That's a theme. He's gonna hate me. Um, he already does, so it's okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, it. you know, you give something to Dante Flores and it's going to be about labor unions. 
like no matter <laughs> no matter what <laughs> all of these stories are going to be filtered yeah. through these great playwrights that yeah. we have in, in in our city that that will be the fun thing about it in my opinion so if we land next Friday and yeah. on the format of what we want to do and whether or not we're doing Rocky, then I think by August, let's say the next, the following week, August 21st, mm -hmm. is when we have to get offers out to people. If people are going to write things for us, that needs to happen by August 21st with a due date with really short turnarounds because we're going to blink and it's September, and then yeah. we have to we have to figure out how to produce these, put this them together. Is, I don't feel that this is a thing where we go like where there's going to be a ton of rewrites. No, yeah, this is no, this is like, let's see what we let's see what we. That's fun, but that you and I love this this kind yeah. of shit, where it's like this is what we've got. How are we going to do it? Yeah. And then you know they also have to enter into this with the understanding that on our feet, things may change. Yeah. Um, because, so yeah, I would think we'd have to have final everything by September the 11th. Um, yeah. that, that's a Friday. That's the reason I chose September the 11th. Um, so then we've got the rest of September for pre-production. We start, I mean, it's still going to be super tight. Like we're going to blink. It's going to be the beginning of October. It's always super tight. Um, but I think I think we can do this, especially like I think we need to keep it below an hour and a half, hour yeah. and a half or less. Yeah, three pieces. Yeah, we offer three pieces. Each of them are like twenty minutes yeah. long or something. That gives us time for a song in the middle of it and yeah. stupid hosting segments with you and me. That sounds good. And I think it's different enough from what Bippy Bobby is planning, so we're not treading on territory, although they're open to us sort of meshing all of this together, which is why we're going to talk next Friday. Yeah, but no, I think, this is, I think this is super different. I think this, I, I honestly believe that Bippy Bobby is like the Sunny and Cher variety hour or yeah. whatever, and, and ours is like late night yeah. movie of the week type thing. Yeah. Um, and all of this is shaping up to be something you sell like a subscription series to, right. uh, I mean, we have all these different shows. Yeah, Wesley in our box office had lots of ideas about that too, about right. how to sell it. Okay. All right. Done. This has <laughs> been Uptown Drama. Do do do, 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 With me and Jeffrey. And I guess next time, I don't know when, when we're going to record another one of these sessions about the rest of our season because I have a feeling that we're just going to wait until we get there. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Well, I mean, we're going to have to, I've got to, we got to tell patrons and subscribers a That's whole true. lot. So we're going to make be making a lot of other. Right, right, right. So, but we're not going to talk about holiday immediately. So they may get some other podcast between now and. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But you don't need to know that public, uh -huh. even though you already did. All right. Bye. bye. We'll see you later. Bye.